Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Bodacious! Let's go! You! Mm, Friday vibes with my guy. With Professor Neely. Yeah. You know? Congrats. Hey, man. You just got to keep evolving and moving up. You Bro, know, so professor, it is. <laughs> we definitely, I definitely didn't have any professors as cool as you, <laughs> you know, or Coach Prime or Bucky. I, I was about to say that. <laughs> I was about to say it was it was a trifecta, a triumvirate of coolness, with the tip of the spear being Deion Sanders himself, aka now Professor Prime. I want to hear about this. You want? Hold you, on. You, okay. Uh, we are presented by Illegal Pete's. Everyone's <laughs> go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. Good job, man. Also. Uh, just real quick, DC, so we can just get this out of the way. Diet Coke. No, I got you don't on the way to the chats. Just, <laughs> just, just say what you said five minutes ago. I said I think the announcement is is imminent, and and then RK said you mean while we're on the show, and I said no, probably like Monday or Tuesday. Okay, so there you go. No and then questions I said today. dot dot dot, or even after Super Bowl. No DC questions today. Thank you. <laughs> so we have no news. No, there's no, oh, there's no. no update on on DC right now. But it's coming. It's coming. We're closer than we were last show. Tell us how you became a professor at the University of Colorado. Um, you know, interesting. Back this past year, you know, because now we've been here a calendar year, so you've gone through a spring, summer, and a fall. Uh, the What most schools call the mass comm department reached out to Coach Prime and wanted him to do a, a series of classes. Um, and... Got roped in with that, man. It was honored for Coach Prime to say, hey, I want you know you to be Professor Neely with me and uh, Bucky as well. So we had a great time last night. It was, you know, I, I thought it was going to be one of these like big lecture halls where you really didn't get to yeah. interact, but it was a true class setting, probably about 35 students. Interaction off the charts, man. Uh, Coach Prime spoke, I spoke, Bucky spoke, then we took questions and, you know, let everybody know how we did this, how we manage it, how we run it. Great questions from the students in the class. Uh. So, Professor, what was on the uh, syllabus? Well, yeah, what's on, what's on the uh, docket? You know, um, it was about the power of, of leadership augmented with social media and how you can promote your brand, manage your brand, tell your own story. Because, and Coach Prime did a, a beautiful job uh, talking to the students after the professor set it up about how when he played. You, you guys remember when he threw the bucket of water on Tim McCarver? When he did what? He oh, threw the threw bucket, the bucket of, water. of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in that era, that was the only way you could respond. You didn't have Twitter. You didn't have Facebook. You couldn't call your own press conference and really expect people to show. I think his Scott soccer team just did something downstairs. <laughs> I wish. And so we were talking about how things have evolved in sports where athletes can now control their own stories and how you can manage your own brand and how you can have your own identity and not depend on quote-unquote mainstream media to tell your story for you. You can respond yourself. That's awesome. Brand management. How often are you going to be at the class? You know, uh, they did tell me that they wanted wanted me back and, and uh, all of us to come back again. I think it's going to be probably monthly in the spring semester. Okay. 
Um, I think that's the that's the plan. All right. You got my number. <laughs> oh man, no, no, look. no, no, really. When uh, when the professors say I need to get your schedule for you to come back and just touch on, I, I mean, DMVR is coming with me. Let's go. I, I, we need to talk about how this evolved. Yeah, I mean, even if I just came to watch. Yeah, and some of the, you know, speaking of that, some of the trainers uh, who came with us from Jackson State came to quote unquote watch, and and they loved it as well. So, good stuff, man. Hell yeah! I'm gonna show up as a student and just terrorize your class. I would love it. <laughs> I love a heckler. Oh, yeah. Well, it organize a book drop. Brings the best out yeah, of me. Exactly. We used to do synchronized book drops. Yeah. 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 215. Yeah. Everyone slide a Did book. Did y'all up. ever do the home? No. What's that? No. All right. So here's what we would do. <laughs> oh, my. And when the teacher got close to you, you stopped and somebody else picks it up. <laughs> and so she's like, Who, who's doing this? Stop that noise. And you're like, but it's not me because now Jake is doing it. And then when Jake has to say it's not him, now you're doing it. We, so there's a constant. Wow, that's hey, terrible. Hey, I was in class yesterday. Good. Hey, man, appreciate that. We would do, uh, like, we would make a beat. So, like, I would go, like, with, like, my pencil, though. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. someone else would be like. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, everyone would start adding, like, ding, 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 Learning. Ding, ding, ding. Do you guys yeah. have a senior prank? No, we just pranked every day. We did. That's not surprising for you. Just pranked every day. Did you? No. Dang. Did you have a senior year? I did. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of question is that? Maybe that's why you didn't have a senior prank. You didn't get there. I had two senior years in college. That was awesome. Oh, that was the best. Yep. Yeah, mine was by design. The same. (laughs) No way I was going to college four years. Whenever like one of Allie's little brother's friends or something (laughs) talks about, yeah, I am going to stay in and take a fifth year. They're like kind of bummed about it. I'm like. Bro, my only regret about taking a fifth year is that I didn't take a sixth. Amen. So my freshman year at Jackson State. Stay as long as you I, can. I say I want to major in marketing. They print out, like, the syllabus. This is what you got to take these semesters. So it's like a fall semester is 19 hours. And I'm like, well, that's not going to work. And he's like, what do you mean? I said, you know, we travel every year. We're, we're going to Southern that year. Like, I'm not going to class on a Friday when I can be in Baton Rouge for the Jackson State Southern game. Oh, well, it's going to make you stay two more semesters because it's only offered once a year. Deal. What does socking desks mean? What? Someone said they used to sock desks simultaneously in class. Sock desks? We used to have kids that would burrito backpacks, though. Do you know what What, that is? No. What is... What are these words? So, what is burrito in a backpack? <laughs> I'll tell you what happens. It's like when you're in a lecture and you're just not paying attention, someone would sneak in, grab your backpack, take all your stuff out, flip it inside out, and then put your stuff back in, zip it up. So you had to, like, you couldn't use so the, the straps. Zippers on the inside yeah, like, and you had to. Why was it called a burrito? I don't know, flipping it inside <laughs> out, I guess. That's just what we called it. Are burritos inside? That's, out? that's what we no. did in high school. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just socking desks. That reminded me of that. I don't socking know. Desks. I don't know what that is. So, Eric said we're already bullying Jake. That's why you're here, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's nothing different. I don't even it's know how we bullied different. him already. I don't either. All right, let's talk about the buffs. Let's do it. That's why we're here. Uh, well, we'll start with this before we get to the headline. Mm-hmm. What's this week been like for you in the Champion Center? Man, look. This team is unbelievable already. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now you have something to compare to, uh, whether it was last year's strength and conditioning, you know, the pretest and the numbers. These guys are off the chart stronger already than where we started a year ago. 
the 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 attitude in the building, uh, the new guys. So you, let's let's go back to last year. You had a group of people who were here and were who were likely leaving at the end of the spring, and then you had some transfers that came in that Coach Prime recruited, and you had the quote unquote Louis Luggage he brought with him. Mm-hmm. And in the building, you could tell who was who just by how they navigated their confidence. You know, you can't tell the new Louis, the new recruits from the old Louis. Like they have mm-hmm. meshed right in. And one of the things I'm loving the most, guys, is some of the older guys or the new Louis guys are not taking any crap off the slackers from some of the lazy guys. And it's like when they're doing drills, like they self-police. They are policing each other. It probably took us four months last year to have some pushing and shoving, and you've already had that now. Yeah. Because, like, like, hey, man, we don't have time to play. Do the drill right or get out of here. It's, It's that kind of vibe in the building. We were actually, I think, talking about that yesterday with Arden, and I was just saying, like, <clears throat> that is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's been yelled at by a coach a million times. Not everyone's been yelled at by a teammate. Yeah. And when you do have one of your peers saying, hey, you're not doing right, and it's hurting the rest of us, that that actually hurts you to hear. You know, and, and that, that makes you make changes because you don't want to be looked at by your teammates as someone who's letting them down. No, Absolutely. Like, you've had uh, JB, linebacker. You've had uh, Travis Hunter, corner slash receiver, like, about to put hands on people because they weren't doing it right. Yeah. You know, like, this is unacceptable. Like, get do it right, man, or you have no place on this team kind of vibe. And when you look at the dynamic a year ago, uh, RK and Jake, a lot, of re- a lot of times you didn't have that kind of self-policing. It's because the guys – didn't want to be policed themselves. Like, if I'm not doing it up to standard, who am I to tell you to tell Oh, yeah, up? right. So you had a, just a swath of guys, nobody's really giving it their all. But now, man, the buy-in is, is not only off the charts, it's contagious. Right, it's like no one tell the teacher that she hasn't told us to turn the homework in yeah. yet because none of us did the homework. Yeah. It <laughs> sounds like, you know, we went to school together. <laughs> exactly. And, and the work that the offensive line is doing together, uh, conditioning-wise, after practice – whether it's because, like I'm saying, something wasn't going right or they just getting some extra reps, that kind of thing. It's just a different energy and vibe from a year ago. We talked a lot last year about how you know championship teams are player-led teams. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we all, I don't know if maybe all of us did, but I think uh, at least some of us underestimated how long it takes to get to that championship level, though. Yes. Like, it's hard to do it in one year, but now you can see, like you mentioned, just how everyone's been able to come together so much quicker, so much closer this year, just already having that foundation of a year under them mm-hmm. has already helped them so much. And yeah. everyone's talking about it too. Mm-hmm. Everyone we talk to mentions it. I mean, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago and you said, it's funny you say that because that's Coach Prime, one of Coach Prime's big emphasis uh, this year. We talked to Arden yesterday and we, you know, we were talking to him about not having a DC and he was like, it's not about that right now. Right now it's about bonding and coming together yep. and becoming a team. And anyone you talk to around the program, that's one of the first things they mention is this team is a lot more together. And when you look at what the, I'll just use an example, when the, when the Marines are there working them out, what the hell does the DC have to do with that? Nothing. Like, you know, when we're carrying this log together and squatting and, and synchronized and running together and, and, and carrying these weights together, what does the OC, DC, D-line, or even head coach have to do with that? Like, we're, we're the phase of the season where that stuff has no impact on it. And the team is really trying to come together as a team. Uh, they're self-policing, man. They're challenging each other. 
it is just a totally different vibe than where it was this time a year ago. Yep. How's Shador been? Is he fully working out and stuff right oh, now? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he is. You don't see any hitching to giddy up. You know, he's not taking anything off. You know, you don't see him grab his back. He's leading the way in, in the drills as far as, you know, his weight class and that kind of thing. Uh, he's out there fully, fully locked in. So I don't think there are any issues or at least visible to performance, you know. I think mm -hmm. he's, he's healed and ready to go. What was uh, what are those military workouts like from your perspective? Insane. <laughs> yeah, like like just in a word, insane. It's like, come on, man. Like like this is all right. Because yeah. I feel like the players, you know, they'll they'll admit it's tough, but they want they don't want to say that, you know. Like, yeah, they're like, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's you're just working out in the end. It's tough. It's competitive, <laughs> but no one wants to quit either. Right. Like you don't want to be that guy. So it's bringing more, more, and more out of them. One thing I, I do think they prefer about those days is it's over quicker. You know, it is so damn intense. Like, you're just hitting it hard for 30, 45 minutes versus a regular strength and conditioning, you know, maybe an hour and a half or so. So, uh, But, yes, yeah, it's, it's, the stations are insane, man, the things they do, uh, and, and that it has to be done right and with each other. And so you got to hold people accountable. You can't just do it and go to the next thing. Do, do you know where the inspiration came from to start doing those? Uh, Coach Mo. Strength and conditioning coach. He calls it, I think, chaos that he has on the calendar. Some chaos days where you just, I'm going to throw everything at you. This is not going to be about football. This is not going to like it. You know, this is going to be challenging. Right. This is going to grind your mind uh, and challenge you to be able to perform detailed things while fatigued. Because you know, when you get tired, your mind goes. So how do we get a guy to not jump off sides when he's tired in October? You carry that log. You know, in, in February. <clears throat> right. And, and there's also something to be said about mixing it up in terms you, of Eric. the way you're training. Absolutely. You know, if you go in and you do the same lifts every day, your your body starts to get used to it. Yeah, you plateau you, is exactly. what they call it. Yep. It's kind of like what you were saying, Jake, the other day about deodorant. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> wait, hold on. Wait a minute. Yeah, I, he can't just do that. What, Jake, your, deodor your oh deodorant plateaus? So, you know, when you're deodorant, if you've been using the same one for a long time, it, like, gets used to your body. Okay. So then it doesn't work as well deodorant? anymore. I had, it's that's, not, it's, no, it's not no? organic. No, it, deodorant does, no. doesn't evolve. No, yes, it's. It's not deodorant <laughs> evolving. It's your body getting used to it. Yeah. So yeah. you're telling so me you got, your, so they, your must wants to beat the deodorant. Yeah, that's what they're saying, dude. No. That's what they're saying. Man, I don't know the science behind it. All I know is I was told that if you use the same deodorant over and over and over again, eventually it becomes less effective. That's like roach spray on roaches. Your your body odor. The roaches doesn't come back to life after you use it on them, though. <laughs> uh, this this is the whole thing in the office because <clears throat> I'm no. a no. I'm I'm a what? I'm a one thing guy. Like I got one deodorant, yeah. one body wash. Yeah. I stick with it and like. Jake and then Adam, who works here, was like, I have like 14 different body washes all that's, in my shower. No, that's all Adam. That's that's all, you got to confuse okay. the funk, you know, like yeah, uh, I mean, he showed you. he literally showed me a picture from in his shower. <laughs> he's, he's like, I got Irish spring. I got Old Spice Axe. I was like, this is crazy, man. I literally have no, one. There's no science behind that. Like your funk does not evolve and neither is deodorant. Uh, I agree with you, Jake. Thank you, Alyssa. I'm Googling this right now. We need, yeah, I was going to say, we, we need the rest of the peanut gallery to chime in what they think. Just, no, no. Hey, I got my good friend, uh, Terrace Harris, the king of trucking. He's been a long 
time supported a pregame show, sponsoring that, that kind of thing. Uh, I bet he's on our side, RK, that. What, what do you think, Attorney Harris? Does deodorant uh, evolve? No. Well, I used to different deodorants. Yeah, see? <laughs> see? Oh, see? <laughs> but that's not because of evolution. But, but because, one, uh, see, uh, so it's not it's not funk related. It's fabric related. Nah, you gotta check the chat. A lot of here. people. A lot of people are with Jake. Yeah. A lot of people are weird. <clears throat> I would just say, like, you would notice, right? I, all of a sudden, your deodorant wasn't working. <laughs> yeah, you start sweating a lot more. <laughs> yeah, that hasn't happened to me. Yeah. No. Can't say that I've. I haven't. My body hasn't beat my deodorant yet. Deodorant is one hundred. You guys are insane. Okay. I'm insane. Unc, last time uh, you were on the show, you said you were going to sing the Empire Today jingle, so now's your opportunity. Go ahead. All right, but what is the jingle? I don't know. Like, you got to give me the number. Like, it's, you know. 800 588 It's 800 588 Empire. 2300 Empire. 800 588 Empire. I'm not going to remember that. <laughs> I will tell you this you can get uh, 350 bucks off. <laughs> I'll tell you that. that I'll, take it. I'll Empire, take it from here. Okay. Empire is okay. where you want to go. Look, let me. Hey, which which camera you want me, Alyssa? Where you want me, ladies? Is your carpet giving you problems? Oh, oh my God! God. There's Get a solution. Go to Jake. I told. <laughs> I was going to. Talk, I was talking about the apartment carpet. Like you can call Empire. Holy cow. You know, Jake, you don't want me to do the ads, man. I can't do it. Empire Today is the best place to get new flooring. <laughs> you can't beat them on quality, service, or speed. You can shop the convenience of your own home. I was going to say all that. And check out a variety of different flooring options to suit your needs and desires. Uh, use their virtual floor designer. It's super easy. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. And as uh, Unc so, uh, I don't know, just so uh, eloquently? well put, eloquently put it, you can uh, receive a $350 off discount when you use the promo code DMVR. Restrictions apply. See EmpireToday.com slash DNVR for details. Absolutely. You do not have to keep that current carpet. Circle K. <laughs> Circle K. Uh, if you <laughs> need to buy a different deodorant every week because you're afraid of the effectiveness dropping off, they actually have that at Circle K. You can get anything at Circle you K. You really can. Uh, including snacks. Um, we have some new, uh, new people in the building here. What, what's your favorite road trip snack? Ooh, we got peach ring. We right have there. peach rings. Uh, peach rings are a great choice. I think Arden yesterday slipped in the uh, gummy sharks at the end. Oh, uh, okay. Underrated. Um, anyways, uh, shout out to our friends over at Circle K. Join the Inner Circle Rewards Program by scanning the QR code on the screen and get the best possible deals on gas and snacks from our friends at Circle K. Absolutely. There's nothing like deodorant. Circle K, man. So you guys just been using the same kind of deodorant for like five years? Or more? Yeah. No, it's longer than that, man. Like, I, just, I walk in and, and grab the grief shower fresh. A and lifetime. it works for me. It works for me. Yep. I, you guys just need to Google this. I'm done with it. <laughs> All right. So, you know, you're right. Alexa says the peach rings are fire. Of course they hey, are. Hey, shout out. A couple quick shout outs. One, this is uh, the first Friday of Black History Month. Yep. I'm not only rocking my Muhammad Ali shirt, rest in peace to Carl Weathers, a.k.a. Yeah. Apollo Creed from the Rocket movies, man. Yep. Yeah, I was right before we went on or something. Friend texted me that. Damn. Apollo Creed, man. 
The guns on that guy. R.I.P. All right, let's pay off this headline. Let's do it. Uh, you want me you, to do it? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been. Uh, we should really let the advertisers pick which one of us they want. Just an idea I'm tossing out. I'm just saying. We can float that. Yeah. But what was it? He's he wants the advertisers to pick who reads the reads. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like Empire might want my version. That's true. <laughs> That's true. We never know. Um, okay, Savelle Smalls has changed positions. He is. There's been a lot of, uh, you know, questions about this since he started or showed up back to Boulder in the white tee, the offensive <laughs> tees. Yeah. Uh, today he made it official, said he's switching over to tight ends. Uh, obviously, I don't know why it didn't work out for him on the edge for whatever reason. I know he went through some injuries last year mm-hmm. and some injuries at uh, Washington, but a five-star player played both ways in high school. He's an incredible athlete. Absolutely. He's massive. How do you guys think about it? I think it's everything that you said, uh, that when you got a guy that can that can do both and you have some people that are augmenting one side of what he can do and you got a need at the other, uh, you know, we need more production out of the tight end room, uh, whether it is in the blocking scheme or in the route running. You know, we had a, a walk-on wide receiver last year in Mikey Harrison who did some phenomenal things uh, smaller body, smaller frame, so he really wasn't a blocking tight end. And when you looked at the deficiency we had at offensive line, having a tight end that was not known or capable of blocking only made that worse. And so now you got a body there that I'm sure Coach Brett Bartolone, who's the new guy in the tight end room and believes in physicality and attacking and blocking receivers, I think you're going to see some impressive things out of this uh, quote-unquote position switch. Yeah, I mean, this this can really only be a good thing, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, the the edge room became very crowded over this offseason. Um, we talked, you know, obviously to Arden yesterday, and he came on late in the season, I thought, really well. He's in the mix. Uh, Oak and Lola's in the mix. Wiggins in the mix. I mean, they've just added, added, added uh, to that group. And Savelle was already a little bit behind the eight ball yep. last year in that group. And so that's not to say that maybe there wasn't a chance that he had a big breakthrough here, but I think it's best for both sides of this Mm -hmm. that he goes to get a much better opportunity to see the field and put his talent on display. I mean, go, you know, we we put out some of his high school highlights at tight end on the DNVR Buffs Twitter account. Like, go watch that, man. He is physical. He's fast. He's athletic. He can run. He can jump. He can block. He hasn't been able to to put that on display on a college football field quite yet. Absolutely. And now I think he has a real chance to get out there and play. And, uh, he's, and he's being coached by a guy who believes in all that. You know, yep. uh, uh, Brett Barlone, player, play receiver, and his coming out of the slot, he knows about the routes, you know, that come off the line of scrimmage, so to speak. And he knows about uh, pass protection from that spot as well. And he is a, a coach that is going to make sure you're crisp and clean and also physical. Because he is the PhD in attacking. That's the sign that's on his desk, and that ain't changing. So I, I like the switch, man. I think it's going to be more opportunity for him. Well, and I think it's pretty easy for him, too, because he doesn't have to come in and, like, save the tight end room like Mikey did last year, yeah. you know? Yeah, we've got Shaman Mateer. Uh, we've got someone who can go out and just be that starting receiving tight end. So he can really find his niche, whether it's receiving, whether it's being in line and helping blocking, whatever it is. Um, I think that he can do that. And, I mean, the guy's around 250 pounds. Like, yeah. that's plenty big enough. Those are, that's the size of the tight ends they've been recruiting after mm-hmm. they got Shaman Mateo, So, 
if I go ahead. if I was advising Savelle Smalls, I would tell him to become the best blocking tight end you can possibly be. Mm -hmm. um, it like that is going to get you so far in life mm -hmm. uh, in, in football, I should say. Um, everyone needs a blocking tight end, and if you're athletic on top of it, it's going to take. That's also going to carry you. Mm -hmm. um, but why am I blanking on the the tight end that Sean Payton brought over from uh, New Orleans? The other guy. Uh, I can't remember. Anyways, he, he was brought into block. Oh, man hurts. Man hurts. Thank you. Yeah, it's brought into block. And if you can essentially be an additional offensive lineman while being a little bit more light, you know, a little bit more uh, agile. Yeah. Teams are going to love that. So you can absolutely you'll find your way out of the field quickly by just doing one thing really well. But in the here and now, or should I say in the last year, if Shadur had a blocking tight end last year, man, about a third of those sacks go away. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, you're uh, certainly it, running the ball better. You're getting yeah. better chips on the yeah. edge. Yeah, so I like it. And uh, to Shelly out there, great point. That was uh, James Houston. James Houston transferred from the University of Florida to Jackson State. He was a uh, uh, linebacker, and Coach Prime said, no, man, like, you should switch positions. James fought it for a couple of weeks and embraced it, and – Next thing you know, he's in the Detroit Lions and leading the team in sacks. Yeah. So sometimes these position switches work when you have coaches who know what it's supposed to look like, see your body, see your skill set, know how it can work right now, but also more importantly, advantageous for your future <clears throat> on Sundays. And it's a great time for him to do this because with a player that talented and gifted, the last thing you want to do is just keep having him do you know on the sidelines. Right. Yeah. Um, and I've talked about this before, but I'll mention it one more time. There's a guy named Nick Casa who came to see you, uh, who was a high four-star recruit. Mm. Came, went to Florida, didn't work for him at Edge there. Came to Colorado, didn't work for him at Edge there either. And but it wasn't until his final season that they said, "Oh, let's see if we if he can give it a shot at tight end." He actually popped off. Uh, had one of the better seasons in a while for CU at tight end and ended up going to the NFL and playing a little tight end, got a Super Bowl ring with the Broncos. There it is. The way there I, it is. The way I see this move, it's all upside, honestly. All upside. I mean, he was doing nothing at edge, and now you have a potential for him to be tight end too, if not a massive breakout and become kind of a just a, a star at tight end, uh, kind of like Mikey did last year out of nowhere. Yep. So, yep. And then just to Unk's point about Coach Bartoloni, I mean – I think we talked about or we were asked about why he was moved from wide receivers to tight ends. And I told uh, the chat, it's like, I think that's a sign of a great coach. When you're asked to do more than what you, like, you're not being pigeonholed into a niche. Like, you're not just going to be a wide receivers coach for 15 years. I feel like mm -hmm. that's how you kind of get stuck in that industry. Mm -hmm. But if you move around and coach different positions and figure out, you know, what it really takes to win at each position, that's the sign of a great coach. He's going to be coaching or be learning under a great coach. Um, we saw what he did with the receiver room last year. So, yeah, absolutely. And you know, and to that point, when you talk about not just how coaches switch positions in their career paths, it's also a testament to what Coach Prime knows that Coach Brett can do. You bring in Jason Phillips to now coach receivers, and you move that that bright on the move up to coaching ladder guy and Coach Brett because you know what he can do to turn individual players around within this current system. So it's just, it's almost like we're saying with Smalls or when Travis goes back and forth, like Brett can do both of these things. He can coach anybody that catches the ball. He can yep. even be an offense coordinator. He was that at Jackson State. Yep.
So and, it's not it's not a slight when a when a, a position room changes. No, and to Jake's point, you know, just pick a random head coach and go look at their Wikipedia exactly. and all the places that exactly. they're coached. Yeah. It's rarely just like wide receivers, wide receivers, wide receivers, wide receivers, head coach. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you're gonna see all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, even Coach Prime. Oh yeah, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. You know, he's mm -hmm. he's done it all. Uh, the schedule came out on Wednesday. Unc, did anything stand out to you? I love the two bye weeks. Every team yeah. in the FBS gets that this yeah. year. And yeah. next year. I love, I love the two bye weeks. So that jumped out to me. I also like the rhythm. Uh, not, I'm not talking about distance. I mean, just home or away, regardless of the yeah. distance travel. I like the rhythm of the home in a way. Me too. Uh, I think this past season, the rhythm got off somewhere. You know, we have a game at home, and then now you're gone. It feels like when you come back, like, damn, I ain't been here forever. Yeah. This schedule has a good home and away rhythm to it. I like the position of the bye weeks. Uh, I, I, I like the schedule. Uh, if there was anything, I'm just pulling some out there I didn't like. The two games that we closed the season out back to back, I wish they had some space between them. Yeah, those are tough ones. Yeah. That's a we, short we, week. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, short week with, with, you know, with some programs, so. Uh, hopefully we, we're getting to that point of the season and we're injury free and we're experienced up and we're playing our best ball, yeah. you know, versus having somebody out with injury late in the season. But that would be my only like, oh, I wish that was different. But otherwise, I like the schedule. I like the flow of it. Yep. And, and, you know, there's totally a world where you go into those last two games in a race for the Big 12, Absolutely. Uh, you know, championship I game with those. I was just talking to, to the two terraces in the car about that. With those teams, and maybe, you know, maybe you're down a game going mm -hmm. to you, and, like, now you're relishing the fact that at the end of the season you're getting a chance to go chase these teams. Even better would be if you got a, a lead on them and, you know, you're, you're trying to hold them off. But You know, I, I think I'm a smart guy, but I realize how smart I am when we agree. <laughs> and we didn't discuss it, you know. Yep. When I say something, like, in a car and 30 minutes later you say it in person, like, I'm smart because RK is smart. Let's go. That makes me feel smart. <laughs> Which road trip you looking forward to the most? Nebraska or Orlando? Okay. Well, well, well. Fan wise, I'm looking forward to Nebraska because I've never been, yep. and that's the, that is the rivalry. And I know my brother RK is going to teach me a lot about you know <laughs> TP and them or stuff stuff in <laughs> conducting their bands. Or yeah, conducting bands, all that. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that one like the most, uh, and it's early in the season. But like travel wise. Uh, competitive wise, I love. Well, you know, Baylor's coming to us, so that's why I'm, I'm going to say that one. I love that trip to UCF. Like we're going across the country, all the way to the Eastern Time Zone, two-hour difference for us to play. You know, a program that's an up-and-coming program. Yep. You know, so I, 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 I'm looking forward to that UCF game. Am I crazy for thinking that UCF has the same energy as ASU? I think that's kind of disrespect to UCF. Wow. I think that's disrespectful. Shake out of nowhere. It's like this RKO. That's out of nowhere. They, I don't know. I feel like they're just different versions of each other. Now, nah, UCF can get clowned on, but ASU is just a clown like show top to bottom. So, wow. Yeah, but I'm not. Good band, though. Well, at least well, they were when I conducted yeah, them. Yeah, I, I was about to say that. Like, you, you're the visiting band king. No, look, I mean, UCF is. Over the last like seven seasons, they've only lost six games at mm -hmm. home. I think, mm -hmm. like that place That's is impressive. Yeah, yeah, they've lost. I mean, four of those came under Malzahn the last three years, and last year was a down year. But they've recruited really well. Uh, obviously in Florida, so they're going to be stacked with athletes. Like they're a decent program at this point. I, you know, thank you, Jake, uh, for excellent going into details. But that was my process when I say that game. 
uh, because having to go to and again, um, it would be different if we were going to Baylor. I would be picking them, but mm-hmm. since Baylor's coming to us, I got to go with that UCF trip as far as the the road trip. It's like okay, let's see this. Let's see. It should be noted that UCF was playing in G five for most right. of those years, but they did go undefeated and made like BCS bowls or, or New Year's Six bowls during that time too. Yep. So once. Well, I mean, they had some years too. Okay, and, you know, there's they, another, went, they had like a three-year stretch where they lost like two games. He's right again. Not too long ago. Yep. But there's another upside to this trip. Coach Prime would be playing in Florida. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Recruitment. I cannot wait to see UCS visitor list for that weekend oh. and go cross-examine <laughs> yes. who's been offered yeah, by Matt, Colorado. Now you're with me. <laughs> That's exactly what I can't wait to do. Because what about the? Uh, uh, the opening game last year, Horn Frogs. Oh yeah, TCU. When they had all of their recruits there, <laughs> mm-hmm. they thought and they were going to do something. But yeah, they, they thought they were going to do something in front of their recruits, and their recruits were trying to, you know, when Coach Prime walked by, take a selfie. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, bring your recruits when you play us, because then your recruits become our recruits. Thank you. You just brought me back such a good memory. Sometimes I forget that UCF, or sorry, that TCU really thought like all of their fans thought they were going to win by like thirty. Oh, it was a blowout. Yeah. yeah. Like they what, didn't Vegas have a 21? whatsoever. No, they had Vegas no had idea. 24. Yeah. No. And like, I remember walking to the stadium and the, the their fans being like, 24 is way too low. We hammered that line. Like, we're going to kill you guys. And I was just like, made it even that, that much sweeter. Happen. They were on a high horse after getting blown out by 60 in a national title game. So, yeah. and I they, mean, and they had the, Darius with the maybe the most legendary video of the year. Oh, yeah. the kid. oh my God. Yeah. Instant so, reaction. Throw it at Hunter. <laughs> Overrated. <laughs> Yeah, see what happened there. But I do think also, now speaking of Hunter, uh, and speaking of coaches and even coaches' wives, there's going to be a certain buzz to that <laughs> Colorado State trip, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's going to be a certain buzz to that, that one. That is so, a business trip. Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be. And, and, and naturally, I haven't been there either. You know, that's the little brother rivalry, as y'all have taught me. You ain't missing much. So we get to go there and to Nebraska back-to-back. We should dress in suits to go to that one, Jake. All black business trip for their Good funeral business trip <laughs> briefcases on the pregame show. <laughs> oh, I'd love it. <laughs> we can workshop it. Uh, home game that you're looking forward to the most. Do you know who we play? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's I'm gonna switch that. Now I'm gonna go what I would have went with if they were on the road. I'm gonna go with that Baylor game, September 21st. Why Baylor? Uh, history of the program. They've produced the Heisman Trophy and RG3. You know, just all the buzz that can go with it. Uh, right now, no one has played a game, but to me, when I look at the schedule, that looks like something college game they would come to, um, you know, because they're going to meet us in Nebraska. They're not coming to North Dakota State. They're not coming to the first one. Uh, but first game I, back in the Big 12. Yep. So I, I, I like it, man. I, I like that Baylor one. It's, it sets the tone for me with that September schedule before you get to that first bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I... Uh... I think I want to do a segment uh, this year on the pregame show, why we hate insert this team. Um, <laughs> You'd be great at that. But Baylor, there's a good one. There's a really good reason to hate Baylor. I mean, aside from the fact of their, you know, pro, uh, their total dis... What, am I, what word am I looking for? Dysfunction of their yes. program and inability to control it, but CU fans specifically. So okay, I'm not going to give it away yet. It's fair enough. I like it. What happened? So, so, something soccer happened. Go. Something something soccer related happened. Are we winning? Did we just one tie zero. it? One zero. Uh, one zero. Yeah. 
Yeah, oh, that's a lot for one zero. All Soccer. Right. Uh, shout out to our friends over at Infinity Park uh, and the American Raptors. The American Raptors are Colorado's only professional rugby team. They're set to return in action on February 16th at Infinity Park. They kick off their 2024 Super Rugby America's campaign in Argentina. You can stream all their games on ESPN+. Plus. Also, if you're a big rugby fan, check out the weekly DMVR Rugby podcast. Our guy Colton Strickler, as you covered, all things rugby there. But hit up Infinity Park. It's a really cool place. Uh, catch a game there. Ten and bucks to go. Yep. Can't beat that. Yeah. Uh, witness all the fast-paced, hard-hitting rugby action live at Infinity Park in Glendale. When the Raptors embark on a six-game homestand starting on Sunday, March 17th. As RK said, tickets are only 10 bucks. Bring your friends and family to Infinity Park. Spend your Sundays at Rugby Town USA. Visit AmericanRaptors.com for more information on the team and how to purchase your tickets now. Also, shout out to Fubo TV, the number one way to watch the Avs and Nuggets, and uh, a lot of times Buffs basketball. Thankfully, we won't have to deal with the Pac-12 network after this basketball season, but we still do, uh, and we also still have to deal with the silly dispute between Altitude and the cable companies, uh, but that's been fixed by our friends Fubo TV. Uh, so go to FuboTV.com slash DNVR uh, to get a discount and get in on the best streaming service. An advanced shout out to the carpenter handyman person that's going to redesign some desks so Jake and I don't have to reach back for drinks. <laughs> RK gets to just do this. Jake mm-hmm. and I have to do this. Yeah. So there's somebody out there who can get <clears throat> Uncle Neely and Jake right about right there. As a... Uh, Travis Kelsey once famously said, podcasting is the hardest job in the world. It really is. Breaking <laughs> a sweat over here. It's killing me. Look at that turn, man. Yeah, oh, man, do it's it? little, obliques. You see that work there? <laughs> Woo! I take um, a day off. I don't, what do you guys want to talk about? That's what we're going with? I mean, I... <laughs> we, we, I hit everything that I wanted to ask. Unk, give us a... An, uh, something that you've seen this week or someone that you talked to that was interesting? Uh, well, that's a good question. Uh, had a great conversation uh, with Herman, you know, the yep. new, new guy by way of Jackson State here. He's, you know, loving the vibe. The vibe. Uh, some great content dropping tomorrow uh, with Coach Riz, Riz Press, the new recruiting uh, coordinator for high schools. So there you did, go. A, did a sit down with him. He's certified dog catcher. There's some good things going on in the building. You know, this is also that week where it's a little quiet from a coach perspective because they're out doing that last, you know, touching up for recruiting with signing day officially being next week. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's – I'm loving, man, the overall just energy a year later. Totally. You know, when we would go on the road to Oregon or Utah, and I'm talking about from a support staff internal operations, organizational kind of things, you could just see how ahead they were of us. You know, now a year late after prime, you can really see that a program is being built, that all the things are clicking, you know, on the same cylinder. There's, there's no, well, I need to do this. I need to do that. This didn't happen. It's becoming an organization. And, and that's how those, those teams win year after year after year. They build programs. Uh, and Coach Prime has really been doing some due diligence the past 11 months outside of just coaching football to make sure the internal stuff is working at a championship level. And, and I think the needle moved big time from 12 months ago. 
Have any of the new players stood out to you just in any of the work they've done or just speaking to them in particular? Yeah, Chi, man. You know, yeah. My God, he's strong. And let me tell you all this. Thank you, because that just reminded me what I could have said when you asked that. Jordan Seaton is as advertised and then song. Yeah. I have never seen a guy that size, that fast, that fluid. I mean, he has fast muscle twitch and change of direction twitch like a skill player. It's crazy. It, it, I, I sit there and watch him, you know, do the drills. And I'm like, man, he could be over there with the DBs. Like, how did he reach down and touch that line and, and change direction that fast at that size? He's a big boy, man. Yeah. I mean, it's what, what Andre said when we had him on kind of the first time we dove into the film with Jordan Seaton. And he said, like, you can count, which was when he was, when he was in high school, he mm -hmm. said, you can count on one hand how many guys are in college football right now that have that combination of athleticism and strength. Mm -hmm. And, man, I, I heard all of that kind of stuff. But I hadn't, I didn't see it until I, you know, saw it. Yep. It's kind of like um, I'm probably dating myself here, but you can watch Allen Iverson highlights, but when you go and sit and watch him, the speed that he was on the court is like, okay, it's not fair. Yep. And it's the, it's like that with Jordan, and then you put his size in, like, how is this an offensive lineman moving that fast and that and with and still that strong? You know, normally when you get super, super, super strong, you give up speed or something. Mm -hmm. But he is like. Madden 99s in each category. Damn. That's amazing. Let's and go. I think it was also, you know, one of those things that when he was going through his recruitment, I think his maturity was called into question um, because, oh, he, you know, committed to one school, then decommitted, then he committed, mm -hmm. then people, you know, there was rumors that he was leaving. And whenever something like that happens, people start saying, oh, you know, they start, he's immature or whatever. Um, I have even been impressed with how mature he seems um, through, you know, the the videos that we've seen, the way he's mm -hmm. carried himself, even when he hops on the spaces, like he already kind of knows he's saying all the right things. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. it's really cool to see. And I think some people who have, who don't get to know him and just watch clips over years high school, he has such a sense of humor and such a – walks around with a smile, like, you know, kind of big kid, so to speak. And it could be mistaken as immaturity because, you know, you, you're like, oh, man, he's, he's playing – like, I mean, no, he's 12. Like, like what, do you, <laughs> what do you expect? Uh, but he, man, his, he has personality off the charts. You know, he'll walk in the room, and if he doesn't know somebody, he walks over and introduces himself. Yep. You know, whether that's player, staff, support staff, whatever. Like, he, he doesn't meet a stranger in the building. Like, he has been here before. Uh, I wrote a film room last night on LeJonte Wester. Have you been able to meet him and just? Not in depth. No. That guy is. Let's talk about it. You're, yeah. uh, you're That's why I lean back. Like, give me man, your... I came away so impressed after watching him, bro. Like, so, go ahead. Not to interrupt, but, well, I guess I am interrupting. Uh, <laughs> when people ask me, like, who's your favorite transfers mm -hmm. that have come in, I always mention his name. And I feel like people, like, roll their eyes because they're like, oh, another receiver. I know, yeah. And it's like, uh, just watch. Well, especially yeah. with, like, He's a smaller guy. He's like 5'11", 170 is what he was listed at last year. I mean, he'll probably put on some weight this offseason for sure, but there are guys who are just natural football players who just know how to make people miss in a phone booth or with speed or just setting up blocks. He's got all that. Mm. That's why he was first-team uh, All-American punt returner last year. Jake yep. with the facts. That dude gets the ball in his hands, and it's like he just his instincts just take over. Like. Yep. 
he just knows how to get around people, find those creases. He's a home run hitter. He's tough as hell, too. Guy played in all 12 games the last three seasons. For someone that small, had 108 receptions yeah. last year, you got to be tough. And yep. so you, you're, you're nailing it with all of that, but that final point. A lot of people like to look at the way Coach Prime manages his team is like his, you know, again, how we talked about daddy ball when I first met you guys and had to explain to the, to the new fans out there that ain't daddy ball, Shadur is that dude. Well, now that you've had a year seeing that Shadur is that dude, when you got a, a, a Tom Brady, I'm going back literally New England, you you don't go get a guy, a rookie in the, in the draft. You bring in a Randy Moss mm -hmm. because you can't give Tom Brady that guy. He yeah. needs a guy that's here. And you have this generational talent at quarterback in Shadour, and you, so you're bringing in receivers who are tough as hell and play 12 games, you know, because that's what he needs because he doesn't have time to train somebody up right out of high school. Like, okay, here's right. my starting receiver. I've now played college ball three seasons, and this is his first one. You're asking for a disaster, you know, disaster in the huddle practice, et cetera. So our receiver core, man, with their, their experience, same thing with the, old, the new O-line, their experience, same thing with the new edges and even uh, uh, the guys on D-line, their experience. This is just far and beyond a totally different team from last year. Yeah, and I think that one of the things – if I were to guess that Coach Prime or Shador or whoever is talking to the scouting staff about what they were looking for in wide receivers this year, one of the things is instinct. Mm. Um, mm. And I think it's a, an entirely underrated skill in a wide receiver that never gets talked about. We talk about speed, route running, hands. Instinct is so important because Shador is going to look out there and know exactly what the defense is trying to do. Mm -hmm. And so if, if the play calls for a 10-yard comeback, Shador might be looking and say, well, there's going to be a hook zone at, at 10. Mm -hmm. I need you to stop at 8. But he doesn't have time to run over and say, hey, cut it off to 8. Yeah. There has to be that instinct that the wide receiver has, and it's yeah. what Zay was so good at last year, why he ended up racking up so many points, so, much, so many yards and, and catches. Both Wester and Will Shepard, I think, are very, very proficient in that category, and they're only going to get better working with Shador. Well, and the thing with both of them, too, is – they didn't really play with great quarterbacks. Yeah. They're both playing with great the point. best quarterback they will have played with in their yep. career at this yeah, point. Great, great I mean, points. That, great what points. I just talked about is why Mahomes and Kelsey are what they are. Right. Mm -hmm. they, yeah. uh, there's times where they don't even call a route for Kelsey. Yep. No. The route is just go to the green grass. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Find the space. Yep. And, and, he I, knows, and I'll find you if I have to. Right. And Mahomes knows. He knows where it's going to be, and he trusts yeah. Kelsey to know where it's going to be. Because anyone, including the, the five of us, the terraces over there, any one of us could run a play when it works. Yeah. Like, what do you do when the play break breaks down? What do you what what are, what are the receivers and the tight ends doing when what was called is not actually what's happening? Where do I come back to? Where do I roll to? And having guys with experience, man, and like you said, that instinct to do it, man, Shadur's gonna light Big Twelve up. Yep. I don't see how this guy isn't on the field, like immediately. Honestly, <laughs> I really tell me don't. more about kind of what you learned just watching him. I mean, he, without he, getting into it, obviously, go read Jake's article on the website. Yeah, go to thedmvr.com. It's on the front page right now. He can, he's just a weapon, man. I mean, FAU did a great job of like manufacturing him touches. They put him in the backfield, they do pop passes, uh, lots of uh, like tunnel screens outside and stuff like that to just get him in space. Um, he can work the intermediate level of the field, like he'll take hits, go up and over the top of defensive backs if he has to. I know it's kind of rare, I guess, when you're 5'11, 170, but he can get up there too. Yep. And speed. He's a deep threat, too. He maybe not, may not be the fastest guy on this team when he shows up, but 
or he's already here, I guess, but he's going to give them another element of speed wherever he lines up on the field. I like Jake, but I love film room, Jake. Yeah. Hell yeah. Me too. He's um, in his element. He's in his bag. Yeah, he's man. in the film room. I mean, he's just, uh, you can use him in a variety of ways. You can manufacture touches for him. You can have him just work out of the slot. Yep. So, and I, again, he's just a grad transfer. Like, yeah. these guys don't come here to sit on the bench. This, I also, uh, go ahead. I was just going to say that this Marine workout stuff has been cool. Getting to see these guys know each other has been cool. I am so looking forward to April when they start fighting for time and reps and who's going to be the lead dog in these crowded rooms. Because the one thing that we have now, room by room by room by room by room, especially offensive line, that we didn't have last year, we got not only depth, but we got talent. Yeah. And uh, everybody can't play at the same time. Yep. And so only the dogs are going to play. And I can't wait till we get to that phase of who really wants to play. I think one of the reasons why you see LeJante make tough contested catches uh, and, and things of that nature he might be short in stature in terms of when you measure him. He kind of has lengthy, a lengthy wingspan, longer legs than you would expect. And I think it allows him to just have a larger catch radius mm -hmm. than you would necessarily expect when you see him well, listed well on the depth chart. Well said. It's the same thing with uh, Jimmy Horn Jr.'s speed and leaping ability. Yeah. Like he can create space with that speed. And by the time he jumps in the air... He ain't five eight or whatever he's listed at, you know. Yeah. The guy can dunk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Forty inch vertical. Yeah. So yeah. that catch radius that he is, his speed to get lateral to the ball or go up and get it makes him a totally different guy than what his measurements say. Yep. Uh yeah, go to the DMVR dot com, check it out. There's tons of clips and stuff in there. Film room Jake never misses. Thank you, man. No, um, thank you for your work in the film room. <laughs> no problem. Let's get to questions. Yes, sir. Let's get to questions. We got some super chats to get to. Super chat. Eucaria? Uh, yeah. Or Eucaria Adams? You That's close enough. Do you know when single game tickets go on sale specifically for the UCF game? I need the best seats in the house. That's uh, all just based on their school. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. You'll hear know. that from UCF. Yep. Yeah, away games are run by them. By the way, it is February 2nd. Got five days to renew your season tickets. Um, would not recommend not doing that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get on it. Yeah, I think there's gonna be a lot of sellouts this year, like Kay. as in all of them. Oh, I don't. Well, maybe Arrowhead. We'll see what happens there. But yeah, yeah, it's gonna be hard to sell that one. It'd be impressive if they did. Yeah, it would if, be if, impressive, if a fan base can do it, it'd be this one. Um, KM says, Uncle Neely, will the class be offered online or only in person? Uh. Only in person, but a couple of days to a week after the class, most of it will be posted like on Well Off, the pregame show, or Reach the People. Because uh, we pretty much, we recorded a lot of it last night. Uh, and some of it was, you'll never see, because Prime was going into Prime mode, but <laughs> <laughs> the, the students enjoyed it. Jake, you look like you just saw a ghost behind you. Well, there's a, I just saw a cop walking around the street back there, so I was wondering what the oh, hell was damn, going on. Are they looking no. for you again? I told you Jake was black. <laughs> Jesus. Do, do, do. Um, what were you just talking about? The class, in online or in person. Oh, I don't know how these guys do the online classes. I could only do like one or two I took semester. one and failed miserably. Yeah. I think I got like a 6%. <laughs> yeah. 
Dylan Edwards, I told you last time I was here, he had his first in-person class. Speaking of Dylan, y'all know he's running track as well, man. Yeah, we didn't talk yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah, he's uh, – and so that kind of came out to the class last night. A student asked Coach Prime, like, what other things does he help out with around here or does he have a role in supporting other athletics? And he talked about how, you know, they go to the soccer games and, of course, women's basketball uh, and men's basketball. But he said, hey, man, just the other, other week, I was talking to the track coach and I said, man, I got fast guys on this team. Call them, you know, like I don't I don't mind if they run track for you and play for me. Yeah. And so Dylan Edwards is on the track team. And I mean, the the, the job of the track coach <laughs> is just to make you faster. Yeah. yeah. You know so what I how mean? does that hurt us? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that you, you know, you can learn some techniques. If Dylan Edwards can get any faster than he already is, that is a scary thought. Yeah. Oh, uh, 5280 Ivan says which newcomer has impressed you the most uh, so far Unc? I got to go with Seton uh, just pound for pound overall I got to go with Jordan Seton uh, but but she has been very impressive as well in the weight room and his personality and demeanor but if I got to pick one Jordan Seton who was touted to be the most impressive coming in uh, I think is undersold he, he blows what they said about him out of the water he's way beyond that yep uh, Anthony Steele asks, is Cormani still growing? I swear he looks taller. I think he is. I think he has gotten taller. Uh, got a couple new tattoos as well. <laughs> he's, he's still in the tattoo <laughs> game. Uh, he, but you could, you could tell he's no longer a fresh freshman. You know, he's, he's growing up as well. So he's not only growing in his body and strength, uh, but he's growing in his role in the football team. Was one of two football student athletes of the week last week too. Yeah, that's yeah. huge, man. Yeah, he's he's growing, man. You know, he and he was there was there was a moment there, man. This thing could have gone either way. You know, you and I, the three of us, would talk off air about it. That was there was a moment, man. <laughs> there was a moment. He that, also his arms look bigger. I mean, he's. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be a different player physically this yeah, year. Yeah, he's, he's embraced the workout, man. He's he's embraced the off season. Came back not only in shape but in better shape than when the season ended, which that took extra effort, man, because, you know, we didn't have a game in December, right? And so you're just off that whole time. And for guys like him, particularly at his age, coming right out of high school, to take it serious enough to come back ready to work out says a lot about his growth. Yeah. Eric asks, Neely, when, when are we getting more of Coach Pollock and Coach Hart, more whistle episodes? Next week. Ooh. Uh, Coach Pollock and Hart are out on the road doing their dog catching duties, uh, but we are recording two episodes of The Whistle next week. So you'll get one next week and one the week after that. All right. So The Whistle is back. <laughs> what else? Uh, Gilliam asks, I really think, or with the Super Chat, I really think Coach... Charles Kelly leaving hurt Coach Prime, and I don't think he really knows who he wants to hire. I'm really concerned. You can Thank respond you. to that one. Up. Thank you for your concern. <laughs> All right. Next Appreciate question. the super chat. <laughs> Thanks for the super chat. Thank you, Gilliam. Uh, Alpha with the super chat. Unk, Bishop still with the with the buffs? Uh, if you mean buffs as in the University of Colorado, yes. I, I saw Bishop uh, on campus and had a great talk with him. Uh, he is growing and, and getting things together. If you mean buffs as far as being on the team, that remains to be seen. He has not been participating in any of the workouts and uh, probably has a ways to go to get back in Coach Prime's good graces and 
we just wish him the best in his endeavors, whatever they become. But he is on campus. Is it fair to say he's being given a chance to earn Coach Prime's trust back? I think it's fair to say that he's giving himself a chance to earn it back. Okay. You know, it's one of those things where the best ability is availability. And when somebody tells you, hey, man, get out of my face, if you get out of their face, you know, it is what it is. If you get out of their face for a couple of weeks and come back and say, like, hey, I've, what about I'm working now? on it. Like, you know, yeah. you got a chance. So we'll, right. we'll see. We'll see. But, man, you know, Coach Prime <laughs> will tell you if he was sitting here, man, he's he's one of those dudes, man, he's done with you, he's done with you. Uh, and I don't, and I'm not speaking for him in that regard. I'm just saying there, there's, there's some mending to take place there, and we'll see if it happens. But he is at least on campus. All right. Myra asks Uncle Neely any word on Gre- Gregory Genross and Omar White. Are they still coming? Hey, do you uh, even know who yeah, that I was is? Say. <laughs> like, like, he must um, I, sounds like things Jake's have cooled. <laughs> it sounds like things have cooled on Gregory Genross for whatever reason. I don't know if it was Savell Smalls related or what. And then uh, Omar White, I'm not sure. I've heard some things that he might be coming, but you would know better than I. And I don't know. So I don't know. All right. The answer is no. We don't know. Uh, DC Wayne asks, any news on Charlie Offerdahl? Yeah, Charlie's working, man. Uh, he's healed up. Uh, he is, you know, in the workout room. He works out mostly uh, with... Savion Wilkerson and, and Alto, they, they do their strength and conditioning he together. And Savion are boys, huh? Yeah, they're tight, man. Uh, and I, I don't know if they've done it yet, but I challenged the two of them to go watch a movie called Brian's Song. And it is a story about yeah, Gail Sayers and yeah. Piccolo. And I was like, man, I'm not wishing like cancer or something on you guys, <laughs> but, but, but you guys are that story. Like, yeah. y'all are like the epitome of like race relations, football, and friendship. Y'all got to go watch Brian's Song. And I don't think they've done it yet because they hadn't reported back in. I said, watch it and let me know how you see yourself in that story. But, yeah, Charlie's doing good, man, working out. He's still that guy that everybody loves to see him do well. He energizes everybody in the room. Brian's song is probably one of the first three movies I cried in. Good job, man. <laughs> good job. I think my dog Skip was number one. <laughs> I'm taking it back now. <laughs> uh... Paisley, is that what that says? Paisley asks, when will the team start practicing? March 18th, mm-hmm. first day of practices. Do one week of practice, then go to spring break. And, then and essentially, right we come back March 31st. I think that's April. I mean, that's Easter Sunday-ish. Then you got all of April and culmination of the 15th practice, which is the spring game on April 27th. Uh, primetime speaks with the Super Chat. Do we think SAP is still coming? I do. I, I do. I don't know in what role or capacity. Um, the the relationship between Coach Prime and Sap has not diminished. The desire for Sap to for Sap wanting to play a role has not changed. Last I spoke with him, uh, I don't think it's changed from Coach Prime. It's just a matter of where does this fit? How does this look like with his with his expertise? Uh, I think sometimes with and we went through this at Jackson State. Coach Prime, we have a visitor. You know, you you see. You know, Troy Aikman at, at, on campus, and everybody's like, oh, he's the new quarterback coach. Like, dude, he's just a friend <laughs> coming to see a friend. Like, yeah. So people will see a sap, got his degree. Oh, he's going to be D.C. He's going to be D-line coach. I mean, he might just be an analyst. He might just be a friend, you know, yeah. of the program and coming in and support when he can. But I, I think there is a role opportunity for Warren Sapp in Boulder uh, at, at some point. Well, I think it was pretty recently 
uh, Warren Sapp posted on his Instagram a picture of like a selfie of him with an alligator behind him <laughs> or a crocodile, I yeah. think an alligator. And uh, Coach Prime commented like, "Man, stop! We need you." Yep. So I think he no. still uh, st- yeah. still wants him coming coming around. Yeah, he absolutely does. And and you know one of the things that Coach Prime appreciates about his football friends, Hall of Famers, the ones that could coach or even have an interest in coaching, he knows the hours of this coaching thing we got going, when it gets going. And he knows that, man, some guys like to golf, some guys like to hunt. Like, you may think you want to coach, but the other activities you're doing, you might want to, like, get that out your system, then report. Right. Because once we're here, you know, mid-July, August, like, we're here to to New Year's this year, man. Yep. Mike with the super chat, is baby T.O. in town, Cordell Russell? Is he there? I'm, I'm, man, I draw so many blanks on face. Massive as hell. Like yeah, 6'4", yeah. 220. Yeah. I saw a video of him working out recently. It did not look like it was in Boulder. Okay. Yeah, I can't, I can't He'll say I've seen him. He'll be here when he's here, guys. Yeah, I can't say I've seen him. <laughs> so on that note, 14,000 people have asked if you've seen Anquin Barnes. Yes. Um, he posted on Instagram that he was in Boulder. So I saw the same post you saw. <laughs> that's all I can tell you. Yeah, that's all the same post you saw. Dave asking, who's the Coleman kid that we see in the videos? Do you know who that is? I, no, I don't know the question. I mean, I'd like what someone, Coleman kid. Someone, is this like Ken Norton again? No, no. Someone from the program told me he's a walk-on. I don't know yeah. who it is, though. Okay. People, I think people thought it was Kevin Coleman for a second. I know. It's not. Oh, the receiver? Yeah. No, he went to Mississippi State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like, only Colvin I know would be Kevin, and he's left uh, the Cardinals to go to the Bulldogs. The thing is, like, they all have the names on the back of their shirts. So then people are watching the workouts. They see a name that oh, they I haven't got seen you. before. Okay. And right. like, now, well, now I get the context. I, yeah. I didn't get the context on the question. Like, Coleman, yeah. who? Coleman Coolers? <laughs> Adrian with the Super Chat. Have you all seen uh, whether the Big Ten and SEC. and SEC are teaming up? It's going getting to the point where the NCAA will have no say-so in what they do, and they're going to take the basketball with them. They're taking it home. No, I doubt that happens. I it's, saw, it's all going to happen eventually. Well, Is this question relative to a super conference? Or what, what are they talking so, about? No, they're like... The Big Ten and SEC created like a committee... Like an advisory committee. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the beginning of what I've been talking about forever, yes. which is the two-conference system in college football. Yes. And so Pretty eventually... Much. You're getting the All-State Conference and the State Farm Conference. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm glad you put sponsors with it because yeah. that's what's going to dictate. Oh, yeah. It's all about money. And you're either in it or you're out. And if you're out, uh, college football might as well be a, a club sport at your school now. We need relegation and promotion. We need Jake as head of the NCAA. I agree. A little too emotional for me. That's what we need. Passion. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to fire it up, baby. Big TC says Jake transforms to Jaquan in February. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> He's already looking out for the police. Who knows, oh, man? my God. <laughs> Jaquan, I love it. That might replace Jakey Poo in 2024. <laughs> my man, Jaquan. I'll break out the Neely Peely. <laughs> We're good. We're good. She called me that today, and I thought about you. I walked by. Uh, I, I saw that dude, and I was dying laughing when I read it. And when it. you said it to him, I was like, of all people to see. Why did Jake have to see this? 
Well, you you got to have a counter move for all Unk's oh, he's, moves. No, he's, he he just took you a year to figure it out. I got one now. He countered me with that one, man. Hey, Neely Peely, Peasy Wigs. Whatever rhymes. <laughs> Dino. Wait, real quick. Uh, when we were doing, we did an early show because the schedule came out at 9 a.m. that one day. Wednesday. Um, yeah. And uh, that was a great show, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Will, our old intern, uh, commented and said, "Wakey, wakey, eggs and Jakey." <laughs> <laughs> Jake, are you up? He's not used to early I'm shows. Always up. Uh, Dina says, "Unc, will you and Big Dog do any more collabs?" Uh, I, I'm sure. I'm sure we will. A lot of times. Uh, Coach Prime has me pull together some other content creators right to, out there, you know, who don't necessarily get a chance to come to the press conferences at the school, and he takes some time with. And uh, so I know me and Big Dog will be out, including that and outside of that, sitting down and having a chat or two. And then Darius, uh, Darius Swift sends just the regular one ninety nine super chat. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate Thank you. Thank you. Um, anything else? I saw. Can you go all the way down? That's what she said. There was. <laughs> no, there was something I wanted to talk about. I can't remember. Oh, pro days. I haven't gotten any words on pro days yet. Man, yeah, um, I had to date. The, the spring game is officially set for April 27th. Yeah, it'll definitely be before that. Yeah, it was March something. I took a. Okay. A, man, I'll, I'll text it to you. It's back at the okay. office. So there you go. So Sometime the, date, in March. the date is firm. Cool. That'll be a fun day. I can't wait. Oh, it's about next year's pro day. Oh, yeah. next year's pro day is going to be. <laughs> It's going to be tickets. exclusive, yeah. Tickets. No doubt. <laughs> Anything else? I just happened to see starting my car. Carter's yeah. doing good, man, healing up. Torn labrum, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's doing good. Good attitude, man. Good kid, you know. So when for all the people who are wondering why he got so bad at the end of last year, he was, he was in hurt, quotes, man. so bad, yeah. he had basically one arm. Yeah, he was totally injured out there and, and, and still trying. And he was working through it all year. All year. Also, uh, shout out Scobuffs Daily. That was the space that I jumped in last night. Um, I got to say, man, the fact that every single day and night people are getting together to talk about the buffs is like a dream come true to me. Uh, so uh, I'll try to hop in as many as I can when people are out there doing those spaces. But there's a time where I couldn't you know, go door to door and find someone to talk buffs with me. <laughs> now the whole world not, wants not to talk buffs. So, uh you know, I know a lot of different people host them. I'm down to jump in. Uh, last night was just kind of perfect timing. I was just chilling, playing Madden on, on the couch. Hopped in and uh, chatted with the people. It was awesome. Good stuff. I love it. Uh, I love it. Arden said yesterday he saw the new uniforms. Have you seen them? I have. What and can you share? I, I was about to say I'm not at liberty to, to discuss <laughs> yet. Uh, by order of uh, Smitty. On a scale of 1 to 10, how dope are they? 13. <laughs> 21. As far as you can go, 21. Yeah. 13. And the beauty of it is, once again, like last year, you know, you got the uni, right? But but you can mix and match from the other unis and change a face oh, mask. Yeah. So it's when I say 13, it goes up to 21 or 30 uh, with what you can with what you can do with the different uh, layouts, yeah, designs. You know, mix and matching. You know, combos. Yeah, you take this pants, this jersey. And you wear that week one, and now you can take this jersey and that helmet for week six, and it looks like a totally different thing. <laughs> Arden and I didn't end up playing Madden yesterday. Did you end up playing Yukari yet again? Um, no, I did not play Yukari either. I did win my uh, playoff game, though. I'm, I'm, Congratulations. Uh, you, blow, you blow these guys out so bad, you have time to text us and tell us the score. I know, pretty <laughs> much. 
Shador is no longer selling barbecue sauce. Man, I, I think I, I'm down to the last bottle that I have. Really? And it's like my favorite barbecue sauce. So. I've still got a few. This guy, man, he's always hoarding the gifts that we get. <laughs> Just because I don't use all my barbecue sauce when I get it doesn't mean I'm hoarding it. How for many long. bottles have you ever been in possession of? Like combined? Six? Yeah, see, See, I've I've only got like three. Yeah, I've had I've had six, and when I got down to two, I didn't open them. I put them up. Uh, This was even like to never open, you know. Yeah, yeah. Not that long ago, like a few weeks ago, Parker gave me like two bottles in like an apron. This is unbelievable, man. (laughs) So yeah, we got a Shador's uh, number two barbecue apron now. I'm gonna need to fire somebody just to. Send you a message. Shake, yeah, shake some shit yeah. up around here, man. Yeah. yeah see, that's on you. <laughs> that is. Yeah. You got you got it. Man, look. Let it be known. Yeah, yeah. And do it randomly. We're going to. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and publicly. Yes. Coach Kev says, RK, what's your gamer tag on Madden? RK underscore DNVR. There you go. Can I we gotta discuss mine to something memorable like that. Can we discuss the potential too deep for CU? That's a whole show, That's a whole show, yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that at some point. We will. Yeah, we'll do the whole starting lineup show. Soon enough here. about time, yeah. After Super Bowl, maybe. Yeah. Reminder, we will be at Super Bowl next week, Monday through Friday, radio row shows. I I don't even know what to promise you guys other than it's going to be crazy. I literally have no idea what to expect. I would, you know what? Um... Coach Primer's going to work Radio Row, so I would, I would, if I were y'all out there, I would expect it. I'm, I'm not even expecting that, <laughs> but I'm certainly hoping for and trying to speak it into existence. Same. Um, I, uh, my J's are clean, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Somebody said, "Are okay? Clean your J's." Like these are no, they are clean. This is I the mean, lighting. Do you clean just... the bottom of your shoes? That's what you're seeing. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, we're gonna have some incredible guests. Um, I mentioned this the other day, but the reason we're, we're we're taking this show to Radio Row is because everyone in the world wants to talk about Coach Prime. Yeah. Uh, you know, our other shows are obviously so focused on one NFL team that there's not as much um, opportunity to talk to people. But the whole football world ha- is Absolutely. interested, and in, uh, you know, a lot of these people have relationships with Coach Prime. Yeah. So we're going to try. You got a team in the Super Bowl that he played with and won with. Like, yeah. there's a lot mm-hmm. of synergy there. There's going to be a lot of opportunities. And, so it's, I can't and wait. you're RK and it's in Vegas. Yeah, that, well, that's also. Alexis wants you to do a, um, a Madden stream. I think you should live too. I really want to. I want to start uh, streaming with, like, playing, the pl- playing against the players and streaming it. Yeah, that'd be cool. You should. Instead of texting us and telling us how much you're winning by, <laughs> which we don't have any proof of. So, players out there, if he's really beating y'all, let us know. <laughs> Don Peasy with the Super Chat says, the best trio in CFB podcasting from yesterday. Uh, the program is the most underrated football movie all time. I haven't seen that one. Also, someone in the comments yesterday, I haven't seen it. Uh, maybe I have seen it. Someone in the comments cool. yesterday was like, you're crazy for saying Dave Logan's the best coach in Colorado oh, yeah. history. Like, Put some respect on Andy Lowry. Great coach, by the way. 12 state championships to five we're talking here yeah it's not close that's a big difference not yeah close. Uh, so just saying uh, uh i saw are we doing anything for the spring game and that course. is absolutely a yes of course um uh, in fact all of april every day when we really get into well i guess we'll start that that week of march when practice starts uh and then we take a week off yep. for spring break uh but yeah all of all of april for quote-unquote spring brawl Hey man, there's gonna be updates from practice. What did we see? What did we learn? Do you, do you? They don't think we would skip that, do they? No. And we'll also have a tailgate. 
Yeah. Yep. With a pregame and postgame show for the spring game. Mm. And hopefully the spring game doesn't go into triple overtime. Jabriel says we should just get Coach Prime on to announce the D.C. Now we're now we've gone from <laughs> speaking into existence to just pipe dreams, but I like yeah. it. No, I like to hail mirror, man. Let's <laughs> throw it. That'll be my first question. Uh, spring game. What are we thinking weather-wise? Do we avoid the it's snow gonna this be time? Fine. <laughs> I saw someone on Twitter like, <laughs> I, I want to go, but I don't know. If it's Coach Riz like, responded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's gonna be fine. It's not gonna snow back to back years on the last weekend of April. Yep. Speaking of Coach Knock Riz, uh, we'll see tomorrow on the pregame shows. Be to, be sure to check out his his sit down with us. I asked him about the challenges. He's a Florida guy. The challenges of recruiting, you know, to Colorado. And uh, he said, well, you, you got to understand, the fans got to understand, I go after guys that are going to play on Sunday. And when you play on Sunday, you might be playing in Green Bay. You might be playing in, in Buffalo. Uh, so talking to a guy to come play ball in Colorado is not a hard thing to do because these are guys who are prepared to play anywhere the National Football League plays. Love it. Uh, yes, spring game will be on TV. Time and uh, network to be announced. Also, I, I love Sam it. Pagano and Tom McCartney, two great Fairview head coaches. <laughs> My alma mater, but still not on the level of David Logan. And the bottom of your shoes are not dirty. Considering crazy. that they're the bottom of the shoes. I like, think I just have hecklers. Yeah, I'm heckling so. me now. Uh, this was a great week of content, I thought. It was, man. I mean, multiple player guests. We had Unk. We had a schedule release show. Schedule release show. 21 questions. Yep. Um, a lot of people obviously commented on the audio. That was out of our control. It was on Justin's side. But we've got two more 21 questions coming. Mm -hmm. Those were in studio. Uh, eventually, we're going to have Unk on 21 questions. Yep. So Unfiltered. <laughs> there you go. And we're going to get three time types of deodorant. Uh, stay three. tuned here, guys. We'll be live. What's our time? One or one thirty next week? One. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why'd you ask me? Ask Alyssa. We'll be live around this the same time that we usually are. The maybe a little that you bit can't earlier. See is in charge. I want to say it's two Colorado time. I'm just gonna check. I think it's one Vegas time. Um, we are on at. Yeah, one Vegas time. I guess you did ask the right person. So 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock. So 30 minutes after you're used to, uh, but hopefully just some legendary shows next week. Yeah, hopefully. And um, legendary, 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 and legendary in the weeks to come. Let's like, this go. is going to be a beautiful year for this this joint thing of ours that we oh, do, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. We got some dope stuff coming. I almost said dope shit coming. And then you, I said dope shit say coming. Yeah, I know I can, but yeah. I cussed in class last night, and Coach Brian went, <laughs> oh no! What'd you say? I said shit. That's okay. Yeah. I, I always liked my professors that cursed a little more. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was making a point. True. Know? They get they got the message. Yeah. Uh, I didn't I didn't do it like you know you piece of shit like it wasn't <laughs> that kind of cuss. Tons of content out there right now. Tons of content coming this week. Go check out the film room. Go check out Twenty One Questions Love after the, the show room. is over on our page with Justin Mayers. Go check out Unk stuff over at the pregame show. And his combo with Coach Riz and the whistle coming up. Yeah, lots of stuff. Lots of stuff coming. Uh, we'll be starting back the rewind with me and Tali Carr uh, next week as well. And uh, I got to <laughs> say this. This half feels great. Hey, this, this is the longest outro of all time. Scobos. Scobos. Scobos.
city like the mayor. 